Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I am Michael Petro, and hello after a two-week hiatus. In the virtual living room this week, we've got Martin Navarro, we've got Rob Strachan, we've got Jimmy Skinner, and we've got myself. And I am in my new fucking recording studio. Well, it's a room that I'm recording in, so by default, by name alone, I have a recording studio. Because in these last two weeks, Sean and I have moved. So that's now complete. We're done painting. I will never, ever, ever move another treadmill as long as I live. What are we talking about on the show this week? Well, it's pretty simple. We're talking about religion. And how are we doing that? We're using the plot and the characters from Bruce Almighty to guide us. You know that religious comedy starring, uh, who's in it? Oh, you know that really deep-voiced guy from Hollywood with the best voice ever? Morgan fucking Freeman. Morgan Freeman playing God. Jim Carrey as some doldrum idiot who's angry at the heavens and screaming, God, why don't I ever get what I want? God's like, well, hey, listen, if you think you can do better and, and, and fix this situation on planet Earth, then go ahead, and here's my powers. So we're assuming that plot in our real lives, but we're asking four questions in our debate this week. We are asking, what will we do for humanity? What will we do for our family? What will we do for our friends? What will we do for ourselves if we were Jim Carrey and had the powers of God? Not a God, but the God, specifically the God, Morgan Freeman. No, whatever. He's a god in his own right. But you get what I'm saying. So that's what you're about to listen to. Uh, and if you've listened to us before, this is the perfect time to grab a drink, grab a snack, uh, do whatever you do for your podcast listening pleasure, and just carry on into the metaphorical theater. If this is your first time listening to us, uh, then just give me about another minute and a half. I'll get through this real quick, and then you can party on Wayne and party on Garth. So therealdebaters.ca is where you can find everything about us if this is your first time. You can see who we are. You can read some of the blogs we posted. You can find out where to subscribe to the show. You can listen to the show on the website. And then you can donate to the show or buy merch from the show. So we've got a merch tab there. We've also got a donation tab there. If you want to throw two, three bucks our way, it's pocket change, ladies and gentlemen. But it compounds and goes a long way. So if you want to help us out with production costs, we get to blame you for making this show better. So it's a win-win situation, I feel. As well, if you want a new skateboard deck, cell phone cover, tote bag, possibly some stickers, maybe a patch. How about a hat? Maybe a sweater. T-shirt, too. It's all there in the prop shop. Pretty easy, realdebaters.ca. If you want to email us, it's therealdebaters at gmail.com. Suggest an idea for a show. Call us out in some of our dumb shit. We're more than happy to talk to you guys. We're really approachable. Like, we're, we're, we're dipshits. We're normal fucks, okay? Uh, we, we're not self-important. And then if you want to follow us on uh, the social media, you can find us at Real Debaters. That's R-E-E-L for all the spelling. Uh, we also do a thing here. We like to give credit where credit is due because if you guys talk about the show, that means... More people listen. So we like to thank the top five places to our neighbor, south of the border in America, and we like to thank the top five places in Canada who have been spreading the good word about our show, doing some heavy lifting. We have yet to crack Europe, but dance with who you came with, right? So thank yous go out to San Jose, New Rochelle, Cedar Grove, Southington, and San Diego, south of the border, and then north of the border. First of all, Winnipeg, you kick ass every week, so we love you for that. So Winnipeg is our top one Canadian city, followed up by Vancouver, then Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, Kelowna, and Kentville rounding out the top five. We love whoever listens to the show here. We really do. We talk about it when you guys aren't listening because you don't know us, so that makes sense. But we, we really do love it when you guys spread the word and we see all this stuff pop up. So thank you to everybody who listens, but specifically to the people who are writing it in a bathroom stall or tweeting about it or whatever that makes people listen to us. We salute you. Anyways, that's it. That's all. I, I've been waiting to say it for two weeks, and I finally get to. I will cue the reel. 
and you enjoy the show. Let's tidy up this tangle of film by putting it on a reel. Here is a motion picture film, a thousand feet, 16,000 separate photographs. Welcome, everyone. No, no. I got, I got, I got shit. I got to do later, so that's why we started earlier. <laughs> now one thirty. Yeah, I, I haven't been on in a month. No, I, I that's why I, want, I wanted you to warmed up. I need my, I need my fix. I need yeah, my no, fix. No, you need, you need your chops moving. I get it. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for, uh, thank you for tuning in to another Real Debaters production. Uh, this week in the living room, uh, we have got Rob Strachan. It's been a couple weeks, Rob. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, you excited? I am. <laughs> Fastest. He just, it, it's it's more than a couple weeks. It's been a month. Yeah, actually, it's been a month. Yeah. Well, I mean, life. Takes- I'm all 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 of my responses for the first ten minutes of the show are going to be Corbin Dallas style. That's perfect. Corbin Dallas. Multipass. <laughs> uh, Multipass. Also in the living room this week, Martin Navarro. Hello, Martin. I have been here all the time. <laughs> I have not taken any time off. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's me and you, buddy. We're the we're we're driving the ship here. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't take any any days off. That's not true. Because Jimmy Skinner's also here too. Who's the rudder on the ship? What's up, Jimmy? All Jimmy's right. a Dutch Before, rudder. <laughs> listen. <laughs> yes. It's better than a rusty trombone, though. <laughs> Look. I've noticed a pattern the last few weeks okay. where I've been saying that I'm going to win and then I end up not winning or coming kind of close but losing anyways. So this week, I'm going to say, hey, good luck, everybody. I really hope you win. <laughs> <laughs> and that, everybody, is uh, my favorite intro to the show so far. <laughs> it took 80, 86 episodes and we're finally here. Uh, we're all winners if Jimmy's our Dutch rudder. Yeah, let's be honest. But can we can we hope for a double Dutch rudder later from a Martin? What do you think? <laughs> those lanky <laughs> arms, those basketball arms, man, for days. <laughs> yeah, but, but by definition, it's not a Dutch rudder if he's doing both of you at the same time. Yeah, that's just. I, where are you guys on the screen? I'm trying to. <laughs> that's not. It's not a symbi- symbiotic relationship, which is what a Dutch rudder is. <laughs> It's uh so if it's me and Martin, it's up and down. Just do straight vertical. There you go. Yeah, all right. I'll lift my crotch up. That's it. Okay. For those of you listening at home and uh, without any video, Jimmy is trying to Dutch rudder me and Mike at the same time on, on um, Zoom. Technically, it wouldn't be Dutch ruddering. He's he's just skiing with the two of you. Ski <laughs> pulling it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. So uh, that is who is on the show, ladies and gentlemen, this week. And uh, we're going to start it off like we always started off. And three of us have have run the gauntlet. We've done we've done the Zack Schneider dance. And we're going to we're going to have some fun here because we're going to try not to spoil it for Rob, who hasn't seen it yet while reviewing it at the same time. That's the challenge. So, um, Martin, we're going to go with you first because I passed out. It took me two nights to do it. And you and Jimmy did it both in one sitting. So I feel that you, you guys deserve to start this one off because I'm just the loser who passed out. So what, what's your what's your take on the Schneider Cut so far? I think Jimmy and I would agree. Very different movie. Um, if that was the movie I, I saw first back in, when is it, 2017 when it was released, I would have been a happy camper. Um, it's crazy how much 
the editing makes a difference. I'll just say that. Um, things that I thought were wrong with the original cut, the uh, Whedon cut, were addressed with the Snyder cut. The, everything that I, I didn't like the flash in it. I loved him in this one. I didn't mind, and I, I'm, you guys know me, I'm not the biggest Ben Affleck fan, but I didn't mind Ben Affleck after seeing the Snyder cut. Um, but you love I, reindeer games. Fucking love it now. <laughs> I'm a Ben Affleck fan. I'm sold after the Snyder cut. Ben Affleck's ben, my boy. Ben Fanfleck. <laughs> I am the president of the Ben Fanfleck fan club in Vancouver. <laughs> Making you that t-shirt. Um, no, it was, it just, I, it makes sense. Like, I think one of my biggest criticisms when I think me and you watched it for the first time, Mike, was it just felt like a bunch of scenes tapered together. There was no continuity, no flow. It just felt like everything was forced. This time I'm like, oh shit, everything makes sense. It flows smoothly. I still hate Aquaman though. That dude still litters. The first thing you get intro him, he still drops a bottle in the ocean, just throws it in the ocean, which he cares for. So I still hate Aquaman. I love Not just bottles. Not just bottles. Oh, his shirt. He his throws shirt. so many shirts. Yeah. His shirt. Like what? That like fish can choke up. There's already enough garbage floating around in the ocean. Like what the fuck? But they're hundred percent organic cotton, so they they <laughs> just they they break down. If it was a 50-50 poly cotton blend, then I'd be pissed. But what if a fish or a whale eats it and chokes yeah, on it? That doesn't go through the Come on. Uh. Only, it's only turtles that that happens to. Okay. <laughs> you know the slowest. Uh, most defenseless animal in the sea. That's the only one. Oh, that's, that's defenseless. The They've got built-in armor like Steppenwolf, mofo. <laughs> and some of them are ninja mutants. That's yeah. Right. Four of them specifically uh, jumped jumped the food chain. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Martin. I I I agree with everything you've just said. It's when we watched it, we both walked out of the theater and we were like, we were what the fuck. <laughs> Fuck. We were, like, what, oh, the, what did I just pay for? And and it just felt truncated and 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 you're right. The biggest thing is there's so much in the editing. And I mean, everybody knows that there's very little reshoots done on this. It's just footage that we didn't get in the original version that we I don't know what Whedon was th I don't know what any can anybody here seriously go, what the fuck were they thinking? I think Warner Bros. is like, hey, shrink this down into two hours. Do it. And that's what that's what we didn't have to do. I don't know. If, like, I think we was very limited. I'm, I mean, he might have been limited in what he did because the studio was the one who wanted this cut, right? So, I mean, maybe he was just limited in what he could do. And, I mean, it should have been a, like, what I think they should have done with this release, and I think it was ahead of its time, was they should have released it kind of like what Disney is doing with Marvel in terms of shows, like, like what they're doing with WandaVision, what they're doing with The Mandalorian, right? Do it in parts. That would have been the perfect release for this movie. They could have done a three-hour cut, probably, and I bet you that extra hour would have added a little bit more context. To could your, have. To could your have. point, Rob, um, <clears throat> there was more that they cut. It was actually – it's almost four and a half. He cut stuff out of this so that it could get down to four. And I'll say this. After seeing this, I want more. I want to see more. Oh, I, wanna, I want yeah. a continuation of this universe. I wanted a second Justice League movie now. I want that – I want a, I want a standalone Batman with Ben Affleck as Batman. Like I, I want more from this universe. I got to see what happens, and I hope they do. Jimmy see, Martin, I think, I think Ben Affleck was good in this version of Justice League because I think he was playing more of like a soul, like a side character. You know what I mean? Like even during battles and stuff, he was never really the main focus. Like it's more so about the rest really of the team. Really, a superhero. He's exactly. So what can he detective. do? Um, to he's he's rich. <laughs> Please put your comments. Yeah. against my comments in the comments 
okay, but to Jimmy's point, the Whedon version makes Batman feel like the hood ornament of the group, where the Zack Schneider version makes Batman the assembler and the guy who's leading, not leading the team into battle, but giving them the resources that they don't have, being Daddy Warbucks, right? Like all of those things. He's kind of the Captain America of Justice League because Captain America isn't cosmic level, right? Like the other Avengers. Yeah, yeah, he's so Batman's. He's he's the un unwritten leader slash organizer slash. I got the resources, dude. He's like the strategy. He's the strategy. Yeah, the the team. And it was nice to see that because it's hard to believe. Like when we saw B versus M or B versus S. Um, Bat versus man. (laughs) I was was thinking bowel movement, but whatever. (laughs) No B and M. Uh, but yeah, B versus S. Uh, he was in a, he was in the bat suit to fight Superman, right? He didn't get into any armor in this because he knows he Zach presented Batman as someone who knows his role and his position. Where we didn't presented him as somebody who can fix everything and be everything, and that's not believable, as Rob says. Like he's not meta. He's not superhuman. He's he's super rich as martin says <laughs> that's also why he's like that's i'm rich why, that's, that's why my people identify with batman right because he is an everyday man to a certain degree like i'm obviously he's a billionaire and all those kind of things but he doesn't have superpowers but he takes his licks and comes back and i think that's why people love the character yeah totes my goats um as for so you're editing we all agree and rob you'll agree too like it's when when i i said beforehand and and I said it's the same movie. It is the same movie in regards to it's going after the same storyline, but with more, right? It's not line from the dictator. It's the same, but different. Yeah, there you go. And right? That's exactly what it is. And But the different is completed editing. The difference is not cutting the camera at points where there's now humor and that's there there's a song there's a couple songs that take place that are so Zack Schneider that if you're Watchmen fans if you're yeah. uh, 300 fans you're going to see that in there and you're going to be like oh my god that's the Schneider cut right it's not just the story we're missing but at the same time do you guys Jimmy we'll start with you what about characters do you give a fuck more about who you saw on screen as per the first one well i don't know do you guys hear all that stuff about like how Joss Whedon's like a piece of shit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Uh, that's going to help me out here a lot. Uh, so <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Like uh, Cyborg Gray Fisher, he didn't have, like he was not having a great time on set working with Joss Whedon. And you could tell because his character got cut down to fucking nothing in Justice League. Like they gave him absolutely nothing at all. And now you can kind of, like, it, it's nice. They gave everybody a nice, thorough background, and maybe it does take four hours to do that, but I didn't find myself bored or uninterested at any point. Like, it was just nice to, it was nice to learn about these characters again, and it was a really fun way to do it. To your point, Martin, Rob was like, I fucking hate Ezra Miller as the Flash. And Martin, your response before we started recording was, I no, don't actually no, hate him. No, I know you don't. I know you don't. I just, <laughs> context um but he's like no i don't I, and then martin's like you're gonna love him though because there's more flash martin that's how i felt about the flash bef- during the weed and cut i didn't like the way they portrayed him i didn't like his what they like his lines and stuff like that I, it just felt like it was just very forced his humor but then after 
you know, you get a bit more on screen time with him. You're like, oh, okay, I get it, why they did that and why this is this makes sense now and this makes sense and this is why it's like this and especially what he does too. It's I don't know. I like I like Ezra Miller as the Flash now, especially after watching this. Is, is like I I felt like in the first Justice League they were trying to make his character kind of like the way they portrayed Peter Parker in the first Avengers movie, where he was like, you know, kind of like the clunky young sidekick. And I feel like I feel like the Flash is a little bit older than that, and you can't make him a like a sixteen year old kid. That's what they did, yeah. Like an emo kid. teenager, he felt like an emo teenager. But yeah, that's not how like it, the intro. I'll just say this: the intro that we get to the Flash, I loved it. That's why I'm like, okay, this is this is awesome. <laughs> I love the Tarantino. You make a great point here, Martin. Uh, that I'm piggybacking here. Um, that scene where you meet Ezra Miller for the first time is like six minutes. <laughs> yeah. And what he does with camera work and timing and music in that scene is so fucking beautiful. And these, this movie is packed with these really long, not awkward, but like just moments that you're trapped in that you have to wait for their completion to understand. And that's what Ezra Miller's entrance in this is like, you're like, wow, this is long. But once it finishes, you're like, fuck, that's the flash. That's cool. So it sounds like it's almost kind of got like, those are the things I like about sucker punch. Yeah. The movie as a total was like lacking, but some of those scenes that you're kind of describing where you got to watch the thing to the finale to really get it. That sounds like he kind of pulled from that. That's cool. Yeah, I'm excited now to see this. Uh, before I was kind of like, eh, I'm gonna watch it, but now you guys are pumping it up, so I'm gonna find the time in the next couple of days to do this. Um, anybody? Yeah, make- I don't know how people watch it. Like so a lot of people I've been hearing have been watching it in parts. Like I've got, I've, I've talked to a few people, and they, they usually stop halfway through because it is like a four. It's a long, it's a long movie, long time to dedicate, right? But if you don't have the four hours, I would say just watch it. You know, maybe in shift because because they think they do it in chapters, right? The movie, so just yeah. watch. Just stop at each chapter and then continue off where if you don't have time. Martin, you brought up a good point about how, because they were going to release it as four one-hour-long episodes and do a miniseries originally, and then it just kept growing and growing and growing, and reshoots started to add in more time. So then they were like, no, just make it a four-hour movie. But I think the accident that came out of that with the character development that we get with liking the flash more liking even like Aquaman gets more Wonder Woman gets more cyborg is the center cyborg is which the he's he's true north and everything revolves around him and it's some really you get fables Rob like the fable of how man and Amazonians and uh, it it all ties it together yeah it's the rug man it ties the room to fucking together like it just but is Ryan Reynolds like in there as the Green Lantern. No. <laughs> fuck it. I'm not watching it. Fuck. Like. I wonder how close it was, you know? Like, how close did they actually get to getting him in the movie? I bet you his requirement was, though, is that he had to make some snickering comment and reference Deadpool, and they were like, no. <laughs> or he's like, I have to mention Aviana Jin. It's, it's, it really is the conversation that I think we all want to know how it went down. Like, did they call him? Did they bring him in? For sure they did. Like, you know, and, and the, the, I I wonder if he has contracts that he can't do DC now that he's doing, doing Deadpool. Maybe he's like contracts that you can't do any other character while you're playing Deadpool, like any other superhero character. But you know what? But the thing is though, is that his contract was probably a carryover from Fox originally. 
So I don't know if that would have that caveat that um, Disney has put on all the MCU original mm-hmm. stuff. I also think that that's a fucking bullshit thing. I think like, you know, you're like, oh, you did a DC one now, so you're fucking blacklisted. You can't do MCU. Fuck that. Like, that's like saying you can't be in Lord of the Rings because you were in Star Wars. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Or Star well, Trek. Nobody's really like that except Sony with Spider-Man. Like, Sony has, like, got their – they've got their teeth so dug deep into Spider-Man that, like, Disney – They don't make money on TVs, bitch. So they, no, they, they don't, don't hold right. on to Spider-Man, like, so tight or they're fucked. But, like, the marriage that – like, I tweeted, and I was just trying to be funny. Didn't work. But, like, I tweeted Green Lantern played by Deadpool as Ryan Reynolds in a cameo as Green Lantern, right? So the fact that DC and in the in the Justice League they refer to it as Star Labs, right? That's the that's the laboratory in Justice League. Stark Labs is the labs in Marvel. Now, don't tell me that that's not an on-purpose idea, right? That's that's DC and Marvel having fun with each other, comic yeah. book writers having fun. Hawkeye and Arrow, right? Like, yeah. That's what I'm talking. So these these things mirror each other. Mariner and the Flash, <laughs> Mariner and fucking Aquaman. That's so. Guess what I'm saying? I'm saying that Zack Schneider paid off big fan service to all three of us here that who who like it. Like we got what we finally wanted, right? It was like here's some fan service all over your face, big splashes. So to allow for Ryan, good tie, Reynolds, good tie in with the Shamrock Shake. Yeah. <laughs> So just to let Ryan Reynolds dress up as Deadpool and then dress up as Green Lantern and be in a DC movie would just be fun. Everybody would be like, nobody's taking themselves too seriously. And that's that's enjoyable, right? That kind of shit, because it's all about us. It's not about fucking executives. I mean, great that you've got the creativity and the power to do all this, but we're the ones who watch it. So wouldn't you want to give us what we want and seeing Ryan Reynolds? That seems like a, a trademark lawyer nightmare. Oh God! Like just pose there. Yeah, I'm asking. I'm asking everybody who's ever done anything in the entertainment industry to change their entire business model around for one fucking character. I'm being a selfish well, bitch. But... I mean, it would be argued they need to change their business model because yeah. it's racist as fuck. Yeah, it. But that's another whole conversation in itself. <laughs> you said you were going dark later. Anyways, okay. Uh, so Rob, you want to watch the Justice League now by our little mini review here? Or oh, I, I I've been wanting to. I I was looking at Crave last night and it popped up because we were just looking for something light to watch. And I was like, hey, you want to watch a four hour movie? And she was like, it's nine thirty. No. <laughs> so instead, we we decided to finally watch start watching Money Heist, which is pretty badass. Okay, uh, what's that about? The Netflix. The Netflix one, yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's a Spanish show on Netflix. It's dubbed. But it like the first two episodes, I was like, dude, this is good. But I also started watching Dark this week. Dark's I, dope. Dark's dude. one of the best things I've seen on Netflix. The problem is M- Michelle, like, she was like, she's like, this jumps way too much. So she kind of, she was into it and then she wasn't into it. She doesn't like those kind of movies, like shows that jump. It's too a mindfuck. It's a mindfuck. It's a mindfuck. Like, you really got to pay attention. I had yeah. to rewatch some episodes because I was like, oh, I missed something here and I had to go back. But, um, yeah, so I'm excited because I'm watching kind of two super stellar shows right now. That's awesome. Uh, and I'm watching The Expanse when she goes to bed because she's not in touch. Yeah, no, totally. I, I I jumped in the bedroom to watch Justice League and I was like, Shauna, pretend I'm out for the night. Like, I, I, there's no way I know you want to watch this. Even though, like, Jason Momoa is on the screen and I all of a sudden become nil and unimportant. But that's fine. I mean, he has hair. I don't. So. 
But he's a litter bug. <laughs> but he's a litter bug. Fuck Martin, I love litter it. Bug. We will never swear to me, swear on our friendship that we will never have a conversation about Jason Momoa where you forget to talk. Not about Jason Momoa, just Aquaman. I love Jason Momoa. Aquaman is a litter bug. Okay, I just love how you're 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 big. <laughs> You, you want to make sure climate change affects everybody, including superheroes. Fuck, Al Gore sold me, man. Back in the day, Al Gore got me. <laughs> it's an inconvenient truth, but nonetheless, the truth. Um, all right, cool. I'm gonna. I've been meaning to check out Dark. What's it about, guys? I don't know anything. About I just it. watch it. It's about it's time yeah. travel. Oh, yeah. okay. Hold it's mind a, fuck. It's just about a kid who's like, um, there's a kid who goes missing in a small town in Germany, and it, and the big the big thing that provides jobs is a nuclear power plant. That's it. Oh. And it's just it's it's it it takes a different twist on time travel. It's very strict with the rules behind it. Crazy. And because a lot of people always say, "Oh, I can travel back in time, and that'll affect things in the future," but this is more about everything is predestined. But that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. No, I like that. I like. And it's it's done. I think it's only three seasons or two seasons long. It's, it's done. It, yeah. So I finished the first season two days ago. Or yeah, yeah, two days ago, and so I'm looking forward to season, yeah, two and three. I uh for for another movie, I did Coming to America actually last weekend. That the was new one or the old one? Coming to America, the new one. Um, have you, Martin? Have you seen it? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's okay. It's not. It's hard to beat the original one because the original was so good and so funny. But I mean, like it's it's watchable. It's sort of, I'll say that it's just watchable. Jimmy, have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet, no. Okay, so Martin... Does Arsenio Hall's face look like wax? <laughs> I can't remember his the the girl he falls in love with in the first one, the Eddie Murphy's character, looks great. Like her yeah. she's aged really well. Like she yeah. looks great in this in this uh version. Eddie Murphy doesn't doesn't look sixty. <laughs> like No, but he's got a big belly. Yeah, um, they, he's wearing a lot of black clothes. Belly. A lot it's... of black clothes. Like he was, yeah, when he when he stood sideways at one point, I was like, "Amen to you for not sucking in," because I'm always sucking in. And he was just like, "No, I'm gonna be this wide, and I don't give a fuck." He needs to go back. Me. He needs to do a he needs to do a delirious two stand up series where he tries to fit into the original suit, <laughs> but his belly kind of hangs out, so he doesn't have it like zipped up all the way properly. That would be amazing. So I found out after watching. A new movie, I always nerd out and be like, what about this? How'd they do that? What is with this, right? And Shauna pointed out something really cool. She said, "It what what made me like the movie was taking the original story. And what I say like, I mean, like I wasn't, I was like, okay, this, I agree with Martin. It's funny. It's watchable. It uses a lot of the same jokes, but the story is flipped where um, what happened to Murphy and Hall when they were kids is now happening to a child of Murphy's. I don't want to give away the whole thing, but there's a there's a child involved here. And It'll be okay if you spoil this this uh, plot. All right, sure, fuck it, because I, 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 I don't really give a shit. Um, but like uh, Eddie, he has a he has an illegitimate child with um, Leslie Jones's character, who's fucking amazing. And she was she was great comic relief because she just came in and made everything awkward, and everybody was trying to be regal. Um, but it's Eddie Murphy's illegitimate child who he then has to bring back to his home country and teach him the ways of how he is now that he's older. And then he's reminded about how he was when he was younger and how he wanted to go make his own life and pave his own way. So that was cute in that regard that they still use the story. They just spun it. But otherwise, I mean, the only great parts were seeing the characters 
you know the old like the the barbershop scenes were great um was some- it as bad as anchorman 2 uh no this is better than anchorman 2 was all it, i gotta say is uh was it you as know- bad as super troopers 2 i like oh. super troopers 2 I, I thought this was better than super troopers 2 and i'll just say this you get to see reggie watson and sexual chocolate best band <laughs> yes <laughs> that's the point is sexual chocolate <laughs> Do they make a, a, a the royal penis is clean reference joke? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's that's good that's everything good. that happens to them when they were younger as princes, then going to America and then finding uh, Eddie's wife and bringing her home. That happens to Eddie's uh, child that he didn't know he had when he brings him back to his country. So this royal pe- when they tell him, he's like, "What you're gonna say? say what are you gonna do?" Like he he's completely. It's it's funny because it's the the baffling idiot comedy where he's out of his element, and it's very sincere and cute to watch him like learn I, ways of his dad and try to bond. That's funny. Those are. Cool. I really wish they made a really good sequel and made Golden Child too. Uh, like you know, like if you're gonna Charles make Dance? a sequel of a of an iconic '80s movie of Eddie Murphy's, Golden Child is the fucking one to do it. That's such a good movie. I love that movie. Charles Dance is the villain. Oh yeah. Mm. This mm. post- even though the CGI is so campy. Oh yeah, <laughs> terrible CGI when he's the demon. I'm like, come yeah. on. This was supposed to. Uh, there was they were gonna do like a Super Bowl thing with with Eddie Murphy. They were gonna launch the movie, and then that Monday after it went into theaters pre COVID, obviously, Eddie Murphy was announcing he was gonna go back on the road and do stand up, and he's been writing jokes for like almost a year, and he's been trying to get a routine going, and that was coming with coming to America was that Monday announcement COVID hits, Amazon buys it, and now we find out that we're uh, patiently waiting Eddie Murphy to come back. So, Rob, you should tweet at him or write him an email and be like, just make sure you come out in the red leather because that would be fucking epic. Like, everybody, like, that would be the, one of the coolest things to see is Eddie Murphy back in his red leather. I like, I like how in one statement you said you should tweet him or write him a letter. Like, like, I'm going to take out the fucking parchment Send it by carrier pigeon. Pen and with, like, cursive, write him a fucking letter. Send the raven. Send awkward. the raven. Yeah. By letter, I obviously mean email, but yes, I I'm do. Gonna, I'm going to send him a telegraph with fucking Morse code as well. Send it by horse carrier postman. Can, can somebody bring me some wax and a seal, and I'll make sure I uh, put my sigil on it? Yeah, let me get my signet ring out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen uh you are now entering the debate portion of this show we're all warmed up from talking about what we watched this week so we're gonna argue each other for the remainder of this episode this is your first time uh this is where all four of us sit down and come up with an idea present our premise on it and uh pick the winner so as always i will go first uh, damn carbon is- footprint rob <laughs> you're talking carbon footprint. I, I wrote that shit in cursive <laughs> it's a lost art okay i'm sorry i'm a child <laughs> of the 80s <laughs> so this week's debate um which if i can figure out how to put in the cursive in the writing for this on the website i'll put in the cursive for you rob okay the whole episode will will be written in cursive i actually don't know how to do cursive anymore my mom challenged me to try to write all the letters in cursive and i couldn't remember how to do a z and a couple other things it's not easy like i tried it's not to do- easy man i use like some bastard hybrid of printing and cursive yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um the uh he's like this 
the J. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like you it's know, like a three uh, going it, down, like a, a diagonal three, right? Then when he's like, Billy, can you come up here and write pizza? <laughs> he's like, uh, uh. <laughs> this this idea for this week's debate this came from Jimmy. Jimmy, uh, you get to correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> paraphrasing here and we all know that i just talked about writing an ancient letter and a scroll so who knows where this is going to go um but you you were like i'm playing with bruce almighty bruce almighty kept kind of rolling around in your head and it came from the perspective of godlike powers am i right oh well michael i you know i messaged you one day i was like well actually i think you messaged me first and you said hey jimmy do you have any ideas for upcoming debates and i said well what about Bruce Almighty? And then you were like, okay. And then you messaged me a few weeks later and you were like, have you got any more ideas of that Bruce Almighty thing? And I said, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then you said, okay, cool. Well, let me run over it and I'll get back to you. And then you came up with the rest of this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly how it went. So uh, I guess I'm on the hook for your entertainment this week. Well done. <laughs> Well done. Uh, I, I came up with the idea that like if you could get some godlike powers that Bruce has, he's granted with powers from the powerful Morgan Freeman and gives him uh, the ability to be a god. Do it his way. See if he can do it any better. Martin, I'm right about that, right, Jimmy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the right premise? Okay. So uh, I just thought, let's pull from that. What four things would you do? And these are the four things I think anybody should take care of first before they start doing anything else. Well, maybe three, but what do I know? I'm a philosopher. Uh, I just asked, what would you do for your family if you could do anything as a god? What would you do for your friends? What would you do for yourself to be as selfish as you want? And what would you do for humanity? Some sort of selfless or big idea that you could fix the problems of humanity with one godlike swoop. So um, I will start this off. Martin, I swear to you, there's a huge intro song coming for this. We're getting rid of all those dumb sound effects I tried to do. There's going to be a really neat intro song that's being worked on. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to you're gonna want to download it. I'll send it out to you for free. I have, I have no problems with it. It's going to be fucking huge. Until then, though, I will regale you. Is it, is it going to be written with keytar? With a keytar? It can be. I'm 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 talking to zero musicians right now, so any the sky's the limit. <laughs> put a put a xylophone in it. I always yeah. like xylophone. One xylophone, okay, whatever you want. This is like when your parents, when you were a kid, and your parents were like, "What do you want for dinner?" You can have whatever you want. This is we'll have a xylophone. We'll have a keytar. Jimmy, what do you want to make for a for a mu musical uh, noise? Uh, one of those. Um, it's like a Kleenex box, and then you attach rubber bands to it. Perfect. Okay, all three of these sounds will be in it. What's What's the cool one they wrote the Star Trek uh, themes? Oh, on? what is that called again? The uh, thing with the fingers and yeah, I forgot. Theremin. Theremin. Yeah, that's it. Theremin. Theremin. Kleenex box. Guitar. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's Doctor Who. It's Doctor Who, not Star Trek. Okay. They also did it for Star Trek, didn't they? Oh yeah, actually, I think they did. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. No, they did it for Star Trek. Um, I promise you all four of those noises will be in there, even if they're just at the end. Nobody's <laughs> listening and it's already faded out. But point is, okay, so what would I do? What would I do if I was Bruce Almighty, ladies and gentlemen? What what's the first thing I would do? So I looked at family. One to I wanted to tick the family boxes first, because then I can be as selfish as I want, because I'm an only child. So Shauna, she's a hairstylist. So I would build her the salon of her dreams. Uh it would be styled in Mark Ryden. Do you guys know Mark Ryden? Big Mark Ryden is the guy who made a painting and Lady Gaga made a meat dress out of it and went to an award show. That's where her meat dress idea came from. So he's very weird and trippy and almost Alice in Wonderland, Wonderland like so. Wonderland. Wonderland. <laughs> 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 the, 
Like, Isn't that a movie with Paul Rudd? It is, yeah, I believe you're right. It's not Wunderland. A Wunderland. 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 Originally a German 1980s film called Wunder Wunderland. <laughs> Remake in North America starring Paul Rudd. <laughs> no, so the, the salon is going to be a combination of Mark Radenart and Alice in Wonderland theme. So we're going to have the Mad Hatter. We're going to have the Rabbit, Walrus and the Carpenter, Cheshire Cat, basically the whole movie in the salon. Okay. So... For example, we could just we could just dress somebody up at the front door to greet you as the caterpillar and give you some fun tea to drink. These are the kind of things that I would do for Shauna because she likes loud and colorful and kooky, and it would be her salon. She could run it. She could hire whoever she wanted. She's in the driver's seat of this. For my mom, she's a quilting junkie. So I would make her the Martha Stewart of Canada, essentially. I would bless her with Martha Stewart-like powers, turn her into a YouTube channel sensation, social media icon, uh, basically turn her love of sewing and knitting into an empire and set her up until she chokes and she gets to do what she loves in her twilight years because, you know, if you love what you do, it's not work. And she's super talented. Like, she's going to be making the curtains for the recording studio so that we get better sound in it. Um, she's made me placemats with Batman logos over the years. She's made me Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles curtains. Like, like whatever I want, she's made. So I, and, and she's just she just needs that, like, thousand person staff to like get it out into the world and then everybody would buy her shit uh my stepdad i'd just make him the owner of the bacardi rum factory he's a giant zombie man okay dark rum light rum amber rum whatever fucking rum what about the rum beachside villa red rum red rum is that rum too <laughs> so uh bedside or beachside villa right outside the bacardi rum factory in san juan puerto rico I know the area. It's beautiful. It's right on the coast. I've actually been to the rum factory, which is where this all came from. So just like make the rum factory his business in his retirement years and have a beach house for him to go and be drunken no matter whenever he wants. Uh, for my friends, for you guys, for everybody in my life, I've had this dream forever and to just be able to it's it's the one I have attached to like a big lottery win. But now that I'm a god, now that I'm Bruce Almighty, I could do it just by snapping my fingers. So. Martin, maybe you've heard this one before, but what it is is where I, I approach all of my friends who have a job, and I approach all of their uh, owners or managers, what have you, and I buy them out for a month. I say, listen, I'm going to take them from you. However much it costs to lose that employee, however much downtime it's going to incur, you give me a number, boom, I write you a check. We all meet at the airport, and it's basically I tell Martin, I tell Jimmy, I tell Rob, but I don't tell any of you that everybody else is coming. We all meet there. I instantly deposit $500,000 into everybody's account. We flip a coin, we book a plane, and we fly around the world and have the best fucking time for a month. You have your own money. You have your own way of partying. We're just all together, okay, doing whatever we want, making the best memories in a 30-day time span and having it forever. You don't need, it doesn't need to be forever. It just needs to be concentrated and pure and stupid fun. Go ahead. I like it. I like it. I just think I don't, I'm not going to make it back alive from this trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on board, Mike. I'm on board for this trip. But I, I don't think, I think this is a, just buy me a one-way ticket because I think after that it's going to be. But he's a out. god, Martin. So if anything bad happens to you, you can, he can like bring you back. Ooh, I don't know if I want to come back after that one. <laughs> you know, Rob? <laughs> like, I literally have, I have, we will flip a coin, fly around the world doing whatever we want for a month straight, making memories, enjoying the best trip of our lives. But, um, like, all the party favors, all the toys. It is a, <laughs> it is a no, it is a zero no environment. It is always yes. Whatever you want for like a consensual. month. consensual. 
consensual. consensual. Super consensual. But like, if you go, hey, bye, you're God for X amount of time. You're giving me all this money, but can I have like like two sandwiches three times a day? I'd just be like, poof, done. Like I would not say no to it. I have medical grade MDMA. Yes, done <laughs> for breakfast. Yes, <laughs> done. Like seriously, it's just it's about having as much fun and remembering it forever. Now for my, I'm in Mike. I I because I, you the short list was was Aaron, Steve, me, you. It's been that way forever. Like that's that's where the idea came from. But like, I would just love to be like every group, all of the friends from all different classes and groups and walks of life that I've run into, all in one place in a concentrated area for stupid fun. Jimmy, would you like some medical grade MDMA? You know, Martin, I think I would. <laughs> it's in stage three FDA approval in the United States, so it's coming sooner than you think. <laughs> coming, coming to a uh, pharmacy near you. <laughs> uh for my selfish only child syndrome that i that i um have problems dealing with still 38 i would um the last thing i would do um well it's actually first of all it's changed over the years it's changed from like i want a 12 inch dick to all the money in the world right like and everything in between so Dude, 12 inch dick i think you get lightheaded when you get a boner i don't do you want that no, that's why i'm saying it's changed over time once i put thought into it i've been like no i'm not going to be able to stay afloat so um i would essentially what do i have the easiest way to make me happy would be give me the keys to the marvel kingdom i would love to be kevin feige's intern and get the keys taken away because no matter what marvel always wins we've seen that for 20 years and the gateway that marvel creates for people that that allows you to go after this person and that person when you're making superheroes you're painting with a different brush so you can cast Anybody, when you're making a drama, you're like, we want Christian Bale. When you're making a comedy, you want Jim Carrey. But when you're making a superhero movie, Christian Bale's now going to be in a superhero movie. Like, that, he's going to be in Thor, right? Like, just the, the possibilities to work for Marvel and to eventually learn what Kevin Feige is so good at would just, is exponential because of my love of film. So to have, like, a really great career with Marvel or Disney in the executive creative department, instantly, that's what I would take care of. Humanity thought about this one for a minute and it comes from hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy you guys remember in the end of the movie when they get the gun and when you shoot somebody with it he immediately gives that person your perspective oh perspective gun it's like the empathy gun or something yeah it's it's a gun that as soon as i shoot you you understand what i'm thinking it essentially empathy right putting yourself in somebody else's shoes i would make that standard issue in every home all right. And I would make it like a break it when you need it case. <laughs> so like if you're having an argument, if there's a debate, if there's a, a really hot topic going on, I just want to be able to have empathy. So we understand where we're coming from, because current day situations, we're pretty far out on some issues. And it would be nice just to get over the bullshit and the teams and the siding mentality for a minute. And be like, it doesn't matter what side you're on. Let's just try to understand where we're coming from. Are we coming from a place of fear? Are we coming from a place of love? Are we coming from a place of anger? What have you? Let's just try to understand each other. So you, you're having some fucking giant political argument with family at the table around Thanksgiving. You just break the gun when you need it and shoot uncle and be like, listen, this is where I'm trying to come from. Or shoot cousin and be like, you're not understanding me. So empathy is what I would want to give humanity. And that, gentlemen, is my debate.
Thank you for including me in the month-long MDMA bender, Mike. I appreciate it. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to do all four at once. That was pretty intense. I liked it. Uh, Mark, um, are we allowed to comment now? Yes. Uh, floor is open. Okay, go first. Um, I have one thing to say. Um, is your mom, with when she gets the Martha Stewart-like powers, is she also an expert in tax evasion? <laughs> That's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> Um, I mean, you know, wow, like you're literally giving your mom the ability to be an expert in white collar crime. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, it came she might in... go to jail, Mike. She might go to jail. I, I think my mom could probably knit her way to staying alive. She would just knit out like slippers and, and scarves and stuff for all of them. I, I, I don't, I think that that's a very, you know, clean cut version of what prison's like. No, I don't think so either. I think that's what I've either want it he's going to knit literally uh, first off i don't think you're allowed to have knitting needles in prison because i think they're considered a weapon you're hey. literally like giving somebody a pre-made shank <laughs> this is true okay so white collar crime uh i mean if i wanted to be martha stewart obviously i got to take the good with the bad so she also means it also means that she becomes best friends with noop dog noop yeah dog. Yeah, I didn't think about the long game of this. Yeah, she goes to jail, comes in. Who's the Canadian equivalent of Snoop Dogg? Like something with the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Ricky, maybe. It's definitely not Drake. Drake's too clean cut for that shit. No, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky for sure. Ricky, I I agree with Ricky. If there's a Canadian version of Snoop Dogg, it's Ricky. <laughs> uh, anything else, Rob? Besides tax evasion? No, that's it. That's all. Okay. All right, Martin, you want to go next? Love the trip. I can't wait to go on it if you do become God one day. Um, my my one, I think, thing against your argument was I wanted to hear that when you give the Bacardi factory to your um, stepdad, that you would also give the employees fair wages. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, that's, yeah. I, I, but it's done. It's done. You didn't have it in your argument, so I can't count that as towards also, the vote, but that's what I wanted to hear. You know what? Also, to Martin's point, too, and I'm sorry, I just got to interject really quickly, like, how is like in your in your stepdad's retirement he gets hey guess what you get to run a fortune 500 company that sounds relaxing they're family owned still i checked they're not they're not they don't have a fiduciary they're a fucking massive company though your dad, your dad wants to run the day-to-day -day corporate operations of a of a basically borderline wage slave fucking you know machine Okay. I would have just given him a gold card to Bacardi, all free Bacardi all the time. You know what I mean? Like, you know how they get one of those free subway cars, but for Bacardi, he can go to the factory whenever he wants. They pay for him to go out there. And if he goes to the LC, he's like, I got a Bacardi card. Just take whatever he wants. Bacardi or you just make him the majority share owner, but somebody else just fucking runs the shit. Hey, uh, Puerto Rico, if you're listening, I would give you fair wages. Just, <laughs> I didn't think of it for my debate. But now that now that I have now that you I should also snap your fingers and give them all electricity back pre hurricane. Yeah. You know what? I'll make I'll make it so that nobody ever threw paper towel at you because that was just downright insulting. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Tax evasion and fair wages. Fair enough. Jimmy, what do you got? Well, Michael, you know, <laughs> as lovely as this all was. I just think maybe it's a little bit strange that you're God and you decided to make yourself an intern. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Thank you for saying that. Me too. I was like, why can't you just be Kevin Page? <laughs> you know? Or just have all of his knowledge and creativity. 
Yeah. It, no. it just it feels like you're like you have a lot of high hopes, but <laughs> that you just know that you can't get to it. <laughs> you're like, well, maybe I could be his intern someday, and it just made me feel sad for God. <laughs> like you're a demigod, not a god. Um. Yeah. No, I clearly didn't. You know what? I did think though. I was like, yeah, I'll just take him out, but I'm like, that's ah, too dark. Like, it's I'm gonna dark. try to be well, because awesome. I know. I know. God. I'm God. God's done worse things. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There's a book about all the things he's done. Um, I've read it a couple times. In fact, I a couple books. There's a few books. Yeah, there's a few books, and I suffer from Catholic guilt. So you know, it, that's why I think I, I went down the intern road, Jimmy. I felt bad abusing my powers. <laughs> no, I get it. And all those books are single spaced, so it's tough. <laughs> so many chapters. Okay, so we got tax. They're books within books, you know that? <laughs> the Bible is just a book within a book within a book within a book. There's like Meta. 50 books, Meta. 100 books. You know what I want to see? I want to see the Snyder cut of the Bible. That's <laughs> <laughs> called the Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so to recap, we've got Fair Wages. Uh, which there's no argument against. Yes, of course, my stepfather <laughs> would would obviously make a couple changes, but it's not in my debate, so I don't get the call. Um, tax evasion. Yeah, I gotta live with the fact that I'm gonna have to live and visit my mom through a glass window for a couple of years. But hey, I mean, long game. Rob did say that she came out and you know made it back, so you know there's redemption for it, and I guess. And then uh, uh, not abusive enough with my powers. <laughs> And just making myself an intern as opposed to Kevin Feige. <laughs> well, I don't feel like it's abusive. I just feel like you're not going balls to the wall with the with the fact that you're omnis omnipotent and omniscient. Like fucking utilize that shit. Yeah. No, I know you're right. But I said Catholic guilt. It's a powerful fucking tool. Um all right. I agree. I, like I feel like you just feel like you can't be Galactus. <laughs> you don't want to snap. And it'll snap the world either. Because if you remember Marvel trading cards, Galactus is seven in power and seven in intelligence. So therefore, he's omnipotent and omniscient. Which yeah, I remember begs, begs the argument of how does the Fantastic Four even stand a fucking chance? <laughs> because yeah. they have a big orange rock guy. <laughs> I was going to say the power of love. <laughs> Uh, it's definitely not good storytelling, whoever made the last one. <clears throat> That's besides the point. Uh, we didn't figure out who was going to go first, last, or next. Um, Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy. I think you... you know, I'll gladly go next, Michael, because as I said, I just want you guys to... I want you guys to have a good debate, and I want you guys to win. I wish all of you could win. I wish I could vote for every single one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want you to lose. Good. I, you know what? I deserve it. I've been I've been talking a lot of trash and not really backing it up. So you know, I'm probably going to lose this one. Let's see what happens. I appreciate your humility. <laughs> Can I you ask know, you a I'm question before you start, Jimmy? Absolutely. Jimmy, before you Martin. start, I ask you a question. Did you ever watch Bruce Almighty? Please say no. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, this week I have seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to influence my vote. That's going to influence my vote, Jimmy. I know. And you know what, Martin? I uh, I don't have any notes, if that helps. <laughs> wow, off the cuff. That's impressive. So what I decided, it's you know what, it's it's been brewing and stewing. You know, I, um, I, I see dead people at work all the time. So I just, I, I have to find other ways to fill my mind. That's true. So <laughs> now, instead of being the new god, 
I've decided that I'm going to be the new Satan. And (laughs) (laughs) as the new Satan, you guys, I've decided I will not be answering any prayers at all. Nobody gets a prayer answered. Not it doesn't matter how much you believe. There's, you can believe very little. You can believe a lot. I'm still nobody's getting their prayers answered. I think you should just believe in me, new Satan, based off of hope that there is a hell. I like it. Okay. Now, if you notice, that covers pretty much everything. That covers what I'm going to do for humanity because people will eventually stop believing in me is what my hope is. Because once you stop believing is when the devil starts to, what's that? Wait, what's the thing from Usual Suspects? He's oh, around, the but... The devil ever pulled was convincing the world he did not exist. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to convince you I, I don't exist, and then I'm going to do really small, terrible things to people I don't like. Like... Um, I'll, I'll hide the remote in a place that they won't ever find it again. <laughs> so they have to go buy a new one or, or I'll like tie their shoes together or all of their socks will come out of the dryer inside out, things like that. Um, so that, as for me, I think I'll just be like a wandering, um, Prankster? I guess just like oh yeah, wandering Satan prankster type thing. Like I, I don't imagine I'll need to eat food anymore. I'll just eat food because I like to I like to taste flavors, you know. I could finally enjoy food. I could go to the beach and just enjoy the smells, you know. I don't have to think about anything else. And it really sounds like the least stressful Wait, thing. Who goes ever. to the beach to enjoy the smells? <laughs> have you ever for one? That's the first thing that came to your mind. Why don't you want to go to the beach to smell? Have you ever smelled the beach? It's lovely. I live right by it. I don't go to smell. <laughs> it depends you on know the what, beach. Martin? Like, there might be an open sewer nearby, and that might not be ideal. You know why Martin doesn't appre- he doesn't appreciate it? That's why. And I feel like if I was the new Satan, maybe I could make Martin appreciate life by torturing him slowly. <laughs> <laughs> like... And I love because in no way, shape, or form did I say that it had to be a good thing or a bad thing you were going to do for humanity, family, and friends. I don't, you just had look. To, I'm not doing anything that the current God isn't already doing. Oh, okay, all right. Think about that. Except, <laughs> except I'm appreciating real. smells at the beach. <laughs> I don't think anyone's really doing that except you. I would. I'd just like to ask Martin and Rob here: Have anybody ever gone to the beach with all their shit, put it all down, got it already, and been like, "Before we do anything, I need to." <laughs> Let me take a big smell. <laughs> all have we ever done? I've, I've never done that personally. And that's because you guys don't appreciate life, and that's why all your socks are going to come out inside out from the dryer. I mean, <laughs> it's annoying enough to not. It's annoying enough to appreciate your point. So go on. <laughs> Anytime you drop a piece of toast, it's going to land butter side down or jam side down, peanut butter side down. What if your floor was made out of uh, Captain Crunch? Wouldn't that be advantageous? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You know what, Rob? To counter that, that'd probably cut up your feet pretty bad. <laughs> that'd be a bad floor to stand on. I, I'm just yeah. going to wear my socks inside out. It won't matter. <laughs> Jimmy? You know what? I think Rob gets it. I think he's finally starting to appreciate life. <laughs> <laughs> Check that button. And for that reason, you guys, is why I think you should vote for me, the new Satan. That's your whole argument. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no.
was so well awesome. the good thing is you saved us time <laughs> i covered all the bases I, look humanity's covered my friends are covered all from me not doing anything i mean it is it is the it is the the smart play of like how do i do one thing that covers all four boxes i definitely commend you for that although at the same work time, smart not hard yeah no i i just that's you, satan's motto you've at, <laughs> i thought it was put pineapples in butts <laughs> south park satan if none of these things already didn't happen to me, like I lose the remote all the time, I always drop the toast butter side down, and what was the third one? Uh, socks in the dryer. Socks in the, like this already happens to me, so accidentally, by no fault of your own. That's because I, I already exist, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in your mind. <laughs> He's mind fucking you right now. Isn't that so much scarier with his mic in his helicopter headphones? <laughs> oh, I hope you're wearing a condom because it's dirty. It's dirty. <laughs> I, I got a dirty mind. mind. <laughs> no, I, I, if you're there, fuck off. <laughs> but um, uh, my point is, is those things already happen to me on a weekly basis, and I'm not voting for you because I fucking hate them. It's not that you didn't know that. It's just, I'm like, how can I vote for something that I'm always going through four pieces of bread? Put it that way. You know, Michael, I just don't think there's a way I can get you to appreciate life then. <laughs> Michael, I also think you're jumping the gun by saying you're not willing to vote for Jimmy because you've yet to hear my argument and or Martin's argument, which might have to be worse than Jimmy's. They're not going to be. Um, but I just thought I would say that. I'm going to go in defense of Jimmy here. Uh, Jimmy, props to you for taking it a different approach. Everyone wanted, I think we all tried to do something good while you tried to do something bad. So props on that. I think we can all agree it's neither good nor bad. <laughs> <laughs> it just is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Mark, to thank you, if Mark. somehow Jimmy wins, I want partial credit because I gave him that usual suspects quote. <laughs> I'm also. I appreciate it. Now that Martin has, has made that point. I too agree with Martin that the um, going dark is ballsy for sure because this is the, the the that's the route less traveled. So okay, all right, I'm back to God's zero. God's doing dark stuff already. We're not doing anything. Is, do, he's not is, doing. is going evil the road less traveled? This seems like there's a lot more billionaires right now, and you got to be <laughs> evil as fuck to 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 be like worth that much. <laughs> Like when Bernie Sanders calls Bezos and he's like, hey, let's talk about $15 an hour. And Bezos is like, Bernie who? <laughs> like, <laughs> You're right, Mark. Mark, Mark Rob, you, you have a very good point about that. Now, that being said, make sure that you order lots of extra things on Amazon and then return them to bankrupt Amazon. <laughs> Our sponsor this week is Amazon.ca. Um, who's next? Rob. You got any? Uh, you got anything you want to? Oh, I got notes. I got notes. Oh, uh, we're still on. We're still on Jimmy here. So, what do you think of uh, Satan? Before you go on, I already. Oh, okay, you're good. Said it. I, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> now, just a quick question though. Um, like, are are you like the way you look? Are you Satan in the classic sense, like from the movie the legend, like from the movie Legend? Where you're just like, like horns. giant horns and you could hardly fit through a fucking doorway and shit. Tim Curry, Satan. Um, With hooves and shit. Current height, just bright red. Um, horns, current height? Tail. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
they're like a mixture between you're like between that and like what is it pacino satan is it pacino satan from yeah but, devil's advocate but yeah. see i'm bright red not because i'm satan i'm bright red because of all the time i spend at the beach <laughs> jimmy doesn't use sunblock satan doesn't give a satan fuck about doesn't sunblock. need sunblock it makes me a nice healthy red he just really loves them smells he's out there for 12 hours <laughs> he's like uv rays yes <laughs> breathe it in breathe it in ladies and gentlemen all right thank you sir very much uh who would like to go next rob you want yeah rob you go next you want me rob's to go next? hyped rob's hyped okay martin's gonna be our closer he's gonna be our uh so i just want to caveat that some of these comments i'm making are for the sake of the argument <laughs> <laughs> and they may or may not be my actual legitimate belief structure did you say legitimate legitimate I thought you were going to combine religion and legitimate at the same time. I might make a poke at religion in my comments, though. Okay? All right. So let's start. So first off, family. Now, Mike, you didn't think big enough, bro. Like, come on. Okay? Like, you are you were thinking, like, I won $200 million. What am I going to do for my family? Fuck that shit. This isn't the lottery. This is you getting omniscient powers. So first off, all my loved ones... I'm going to give them optimal health and well-being based on their age. So my dad is 73. He's going to be the fittest, most healthy 73-year-old man out there, right? My daughter, I want to make sure that she is never instilled with a serious illness. She'll still get bumps and bangs and maybe like the flu or the cold, but it will never be serious. Just enough to build, you know, that proper personality, you know, so she's not, she doesn't feel invulnerable, but, you know, but, you know, never has to worry about those types of things, right? Um, you know, and I want everyone to be financially, you know, comfortable, right? I'm not talking yacht rich. That's nice, but just comfortable. So there's just no worries. You know what I mean? They always have enough to eat and those types of things. You know, they don't need to own a, uh, you know, like a Bacardi rum factory or those types of things. For example. You know, or they don't need to be, you know, Satan's little helper. You know, they just they just got to be comfortable, right? Just comfortable, right? That's what I'm going to do for my family. Satan's little was Satan's little helper, Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought I heard Santa's little helper. I'm like Simpsons. No, it's Satan's little fucking helper, man. All right. Now let's talk about, uh, you know, what we're going to do for humanity. Okay. So first off pedos they don't fucking exist that like that just that needs to be said if you're going to do some good shit pedos they's gone they gone all right now we're going to chill to the other stuff okay we need to get rid of crony laissez-faire capitalism and replace it with some badass fucking system that still allows me you know to have hookers and blow right communism but it's fair right <laughs> communism but you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah communism totally works totally totally, <laughs> totally works. you know so we're getting rid of fractional reserve banking we're getting rid of these fuck up fucked up derivatives all these genius people that go into finance just just to accrue more wealth we're actually putting them into useful things like engineering and redesigning shit for the human race and it's like a resource-based economy and we're all working together and it's kumbaya but there's still a little bit of competition so it's healthy and you know all that kind of good stuff authoritarianism that shits out you know we're dismantling all these evil fucking things and 
you know, just trying to make it a better world, better world. It's probably going to fail miserably, but, you know, nonetheless, that's going to be my attempt, my attempt. And did I mention I'm getting rid of pedos? No more pedos. Okay. Um, also, I, 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 I kind of don't, I'm, organized religion needs to go away and everyone needs to embrace a better, a higher level of spiritualism. That's just my two cents. And that's what I would invoke. Now, if that means there's less belief in me as the God, I'm okay with that because it's not these crazy authoritarian constructs that I'm not a huge fan of. That's what I'm going to do for the world. Okay. That's my humanity pitch. I know it was deep and I went there and it wasn't funny. I tried to be, but it wasn't. <laughs> but I don't care. This is shit that needs to happen. Now, before I eliminate capitalism, though, for my friends, we are going to go on a month-long jaunt to some, like, crazy island where it's, like, hedonistic, every drug under the sun, crazy-ass motherfucking fun. But I will take away all the residual addictive effects of set craziness and hangovers. So you're making hmm. a you're making See, a paradise. We're doing the fucking I won the crazy lottery, but then I'm twisting it with I'm omnipotent and gonna do some other shit that's like <laughs> okay. Now the last one. What am I doing for myself? I'm giving myself motherfucking superpowers, bro. <laughs> superpowers. I'm going to be super strong. I'm going to be able to fly. I'm going to be able to fly through fucking space so I don't need oxygen. And I'm going to be able to time travel. I'm going to go back to the Big Bang and see how all that shit happened. And then do fast forward jumps throughout and see like the creation of the fucking universe live in person. Right? Not some animation on a computer screen. It's going to be so fucking cool. And then I'm going to be able to jump back in time and actually see lost civilizations that we don't know about. I'm also going to be able to go into the Vatican vault and get all those fucking secrets and know what the fuck those guys are hiding because I need to know that shit. What are you going to say, Jimmy? <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll save it for what? For after? Okay. Because <laughs> I need to know those Catholic church secrets, man. There's like tons of deep shit. I need to see, like, as you said, I need the Snyder cut of the Bible. Mm -hmm. I need to see, I need to know it all. I need to know all that stuff, right? Um, but the argument would be if I'm God, wouldn't I know all that stuff anyway? So, hmm, right? So, you know, do you have to go do it or just does it just poof in your head and you're just like, whoa, it's kind of crazy? But that's something they never addressed in Bruce Almighty. No, um, they just gave them the powers of, they never. They never were like, yeah, you know, you know, mm -hmm. and you can. It, it was just you can. We're not going to give you that. And I mean, the other argument, too, is I'm saying I'm giving myself superpowers, but I'm already God, so I wouldn't already have those superpowers, right? But, I mean, yeah, maybe I'm only getting I'm only getting this godlike time for a certain amount, so I'm basically bestowing this on myself after I lose the godlike power, so I'm still godlike. Yeah, that's interesting because that's how I interpret it too. Because I, if it was like Bruce Almighty, you're not God forever. You are basically he. You're giving it for like a week, right? I think in the movie he has it for a intern. week. Intern. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's how I interpret it. So Rob's kind of giving himself long term, like, omnipotent, awesome. like long term fucking awesomeness. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't want I don't want like eternal life because I don't want to stay the same age while everyone around me gets old and dies. That's kind of fucked up. I'll go first. Okay. No, please let me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, for sure. I didn't want to. Go. <laughs> All right. 
So, Rob, one thing. Um, how are you going to go to the Vatican when you got rid of all the pedos? <laughs> Wouldn't the building still be there? Nobody would never exist. <laughs> I, I never said in all of history. I just said starting at that point. I guess, but aren't the pedos writing at all? But this is stuff that was written past that. Pedos have been around for a pretty long time. <laughs> mm. Good point. Good point. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Up and down with the pedos. Got it. Um, I so you. The only thing that <laughs> I'm gonna stay away from that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly just meant up with one comment, down with one comment, but I can definitely see how that can be pulled in a lot of different ways. I'll that talk. can also be pulled in a lot of different ways. <laughs> Let's keep digging. Um, uh, I love. Okay, so the what are the effects of this magic system that all of a sudden replaces capitalism, or or a better version of it? Are there any after effects? Is there any? cooling of the markets is there any residual effect how are like the markets don't exist bro they're not needed <laughs> okay all right it's resource based man we're gonna have like fucking replicators everywhere you need some food there you go <laughs> fair enough no i that's not really my point my point so it'd be like a federation society i i, I it, it possibly i mean um if you've ever seen the movie zeitgeist three they talk about something called a resource-based economy and so it's it's kind of moving to something kind of like that but i mean obviously it's never going to be perfect it's always an evolution but if anything you know maybe capitalism can exist but with the the proper checks and balances that need to be put in place to let unfettered greed not grow to what it is and erase this propaganda that oh well one day i might be a billionaire so we better not tax these billionaires fuck that tax those motherfuckers so we can pay for all the other shit yeah no, I, I I like it. I just I, I I think about the after like the after effect, the shock through the system where a change like that, yeah, it's it's totally great. Like there's nothing wrong with the change. It's just the. But the great thing is, if you do the change and shit goes awry, you can switch it back because you're God. I'm out of my depth here, Donnie. I don't know much about God, <laughs> so I'm just gonna switch my other one. My other one was just uh, okay. So family got ultimate health. Everybody feels great. Isn't. Like I'm not saying like you, you, for their age, all, yeah, optimal health for their age. Okay, then my point is null and mute because I was like, are you just gonna make your dad live to two hundred? No, not at all. Not <laughs> gonna be like. I mean, because he's optimal health at seventy three, maybe he lives to one hundred and twenty. Okay. Right? All right. Um, but he has op he is he optimal health health for that age up to that point. Perfect. It, no, you like know, he could still get hit by a bus. Totally. Absolutely. Okay. So it's about. There's always fucking chance, my friends. I'm just clarifying physical health versus like. Boom. You could be eating a donut and choke. That shit happens. <laughs> Not at his health. Hey, man. Well, no, because, you know, when you see those Bismarcks, you're just, or that, those uh, Boston creams, you're just like, oh, God, I got them in there. <laughs> those are, those are my, my two points, was just uh, confirming. Uh, it's like when you go to the Tim Hortons drive through now with the, with the video screens and you order the thing and it goes, would you like to add a Boston cream? <laughs> would I ever like to add a Boston cream? Uh, Martin, what are your thoughts, dude? Um, I like that Rob was picked to go third. Because so far, 
in terms of arguments, we have Mike, who kind of went somewhere in the middle, didn't really ab- abuse his power, as you'd say. Jimmy, who kind of did nothing with his power, but it made it seem like, you know what I mean? He did very minimal to seem like he did stuff. He didn't really interfere. He didn't. He just did small things to kind of fuck with people. And then, Rob, you were the one who went above and beyond. So I like that we have, like, these three structures of different types of arguments of how people would use their thing. The only thing that I wanted to see from yours, Rob, was I wanted to know more about your superhero, your superpowers. I wanted to know if you're going to be wearing a costume. Are you going to be fighting crime with it? What are you going to be doing with it? Because you have the superpower now, right? And that that, that wasn't included in your argument, which is what I, that's what I'm like, okay, he's got superpowers. What are you going to do with it now? Because he doesn't have the godlike powers forever. What's his plan? That's the only thing I wanted to. I mean, I, and I mean, I was something I thought about. And I'm glad you brought it up. I was more, I just didn't want to run too long. The other thing is, is that in the dismantling of this capitalist system, the need for superheroes may no longer be there. Mm. (laughs) You know what? But there'll always be cats stuck in trees. So maybe. Or astronauts flying in to the fucking atmosphere. Accidents still happen. You might still need to fly and lift uh, lift the spacecraft, right? You never know. True. But after our 30 day binge party, I'll be more like Hancock. Then I would be like a legitimate superhero. <laughs> I'd have to rescue his dad from choking on a Boston cream. <laughs> True. Oh, that's uh, a win-win. That's every yes. <laughs> I like that though, Marty. Like, yeah, like superpower, well and good, but like, what can you do? Or are you just giving yourself the title? <laughs> and then you know, what's see if you let pedos stay, you could you could change your name to the pedo puncher, and you beat them all up. <laughs> no. No, I'm 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 strong on the no pedos. <laughs> also, I just want to put a quick disclaimer in for our American listeners. If you're not sure what Tim Hortons is, it's dunk. It's like Dunkin' Donuts, but donkeys, but a little bit better, I think. But still, McDonald's in Canada has better coffee than Tim's. It's weird. So I think Dunkies has a better app, though, dude. What 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 is? I think Dunkies has a better app. They have a better app. Yeah, than Tim Hortons. It's all about the app with 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 Martin. It's mm-hmm. Food, quality of the food, location. Is the app on point? <laughs> we live in an app age. Apps are, are the thing now. It's it's part of our lives. And if you have a good app, that's a good selling point. If you uh, is that is that gonna be one of your godlike changes? <laughs> Best apps ever. No. <laughs> I wish. Um all right, Marty. Take us uh, take us across the finish line here, dude. Okay, so the way I approached this, I approached it kind of like Rob, where I, I don't, in the sense that I only had the power for like a certain, a limited amount of time. So that's how I thought of it. And um, I broke it down to really, I didn't do a bunch of different things for each category. I just, I, I thought about everybody. I, I thought of one thing that I could do that incorporates everybody in my life and chose that. Um, and I want to start, this is how I kind of went with my argument when I, it's a quote from Futurama in terms of God, uh, when you do things right, people won't be sure you did anything at all. And that's how I kind of approached how I argued today's debate. So I'll start with family. So family, I mean, COVID really taught me what was important, um, especially moving here to BC. Uh, I don't have a lot of, I don't have any family here. So, you know, I think the most important thing, what I miss most about moving here is family and friends, like all you guys in Winnipeg and stuff like that. And, um, you know, my family is pretty spread out across the world. Like we have uh, people in North America, we have people in Asia and in Europe. Um, so it's really hard to get a reunion going. Um, and we don't see each other as often as I'd like. Um, was supposed to go to the Philippines this year as well. My grandma's turning 90, but that was canceled because of COVID. So that was pretty rough. Um, 
So what I want to do is I want to make it so that one of my family members is an engineer invents a teleporter device and each of my family members in the household would have one just so when travel restrictions ease up, you know, we could see each other whenever we want. I think that would be fun. Um, and, you know, I, I think I, the getting rid of being on a plane for 26 hours, that's the one thing I hate about going to the Philippines the most. I hate being in that confined space and just getting rid of that, I think would make it easier just to visit. And my grandma's 90, right? She can't really travel anymore. So her being able to just walk through a teleporter and come see us would be dope. Um, so I, mean, I guess for my family, yeah. Teleporter. Exactly. Anything, yeah, yeah, anything just to make seeing my family or seeing all our family members easier, I think would be the best thing, especially, especially since we're so spread out. Like Filipinos have a really big thing of, of moving to different countries, leaving the Philippines and trying to strike it in different parts of the world. So like I said, we got family, lots of family in different cities in North America, not just Canada, but also in the United States, um, Europe, uh, and also uh, different parts of Asia. So that's what um, I would do for my family. That one, that's the one thing I would do. Um, and for my friends, uh, I would make it so that I won a contest and every year um, I get to invite all my, all my friends and family to a yearly um, all expenses weekend trip to Disneyland. Um, a lot of my friends are big kids. Um, I'm a big kid as well. And some of those big kids have families of their own. And I think Disneyland's a great place where um, people of all ages can enjoy. Um, so not just like the adults, but the kids can enjoy it as well. There's lots of different things to see. Um, and at the end of the trip on Sunday evening, we would have all the adults going to dinner at Club 33, which is the members only club at Disneyland. Um, just yeah, uh, if you're not familiar with this, it's, it's, it's basically hidden in the park. Uh, it's, got, it's got a members only dining room and a jazz club. Membership is so hard to get into this place. There's like a 14 year wait list. Um, so I think that would be our last kind of hurrah before we all have to go back to our lives and that'll cap off our, our, our weekend. And it would be a yearly thing. So we'd all get to see each other, whoever can make it. It's an all expenses paid trip, free, free trip to Disneyland, basically. Um, for humankind, um, what I would do is I would stop the invention of the pet birthday party and gender reveal parties. <laughs> Those are terrible. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna tackle pet birthday parties first. <laughs> Not very sanitary. I've been to a couple. Everyone invites their pets. There's dog or cat hair and everywhere. And they serve food at these parties. They serve food and it's just, it's just so not, it's not sanitary. It's, it's, it's so gross. And the smell is, I've never been on a porn set, but I would imagine it'd be worse than a porn set. <laughs> it's like you're in a kennel. With less lube. Yeah, less lube. Oh, so it was so bad. And I got to buy a birthday present for this fucking Like, if you want to celebrate your, your pet's birthday, by all means. I've had a pet. I always celebrated my pet's birthday, you know, alone. I, I get her, like, a, a nice, you know, a steak or something, something that she can eat every year. That's cool. But don't invite other people and don't let other people bring their pets to it. It's just so gross. Ugh. That's how the COVID happens. Yeah. Ugh. Um, and I'd also get... I'd also get rid of gender reveal parties because fuck that. I got to buy a second gift for your kid. Like I'm already getting a gift for the baby shower. Now I got to get another, a, 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 what do you call it? A unisex gift for the gender reveal party as well. And I got to go, I, I just, just stop. Just what happened is just putting it on your fridge and calling everybody. It's going to be a boy or a girl like that. Just, uh, just people need too much attention and just, just, just stop. If you I could just stop that from happening, I think humankind would be better off. You should add, um, large um first year first 
uh, first birthdays as well for children, like really <laughs> yeah. big ones. It's it's more for the parents it is, than it is for the kids at, at that point, I believe. It's just them trying to, I don't know. I, I don't like that, you know, those two things, just get rid of it. Um, and lastly, for myself. Uh, so that was you know, it for humanity. That's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it for humanity. Just two things. Just two things. Like I said, you want to make it so that you don't think you did anything at all. No, I don't want to go too big. I don't want to abuse my power. That's it. Just two things. I think that would make humanity a little bit better. I'm not trying to, like Mike said, I'm not trying to change the world. I just want to make it a little bit more livable. And I think getting rid of those two things would make it a little better for everybody. <laughs> I love how they affect you so. <laughs> so fucking annoying. Are you guys not annoyed when you see that? Like, if people get, I'm like, I'm going to go to a gender reveal party or a pet birthday party. Fuck that. Ugh. I, I, I can't say I, no. I can't say no. I have a problem saying no to people. Like it's just something I'm just so nice, but I, I have to go and I'm just like I am literally digging my nails into my palms the entire time, just trying <laughs> to hold it together when I'm at these things. Um and I lastly for myself, um, you know, I did a lot already so far. I thought that do I really need anything else? So just a quote from the line of Boondock Saints, I'll just have a Coke. That's what I'll do for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say, if I did have to choose something, and if you guys argued that I couldn't choose that, the one thing that I would choose is I would make it so that I had an audition and I would get a small recurring role in the new Lord of the Rings series. I'd like to be a hobbit. I'd like to be the first Asian cast in Lord of the Rings ever. <laughs> My character name would be Clinton, and he's a hobbit from the far, far eastern woods, a.k.a. Clint Eastwood, for short. <laughs> That's my argument. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, I don't mind going first again. <laughs> um, all right, Martin. Uh, first, love how you started the argument with the sympathy card. I think that was a great way to go. Uh, made us all feel very bad for you. <laughs> it worked. Good job. Um, but secondly, I love that you gave your family uh, these teleporters, but kept the COVID restrictions and COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be easier to travel. People would notice if you got rid of it that too say, quickly. I'd say that the, the traveling will be done after the restrictions have, have Oh, been. yeah. But you're God. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't want to do too much. <laughs> That's the... That's the way to win any 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 argument here. Yeah, but you're God. <laughs> like it's, it's, it works for and against. Um, well, Otherwise, though, solid argument, Martin. Good job. Cheers. Thanks, Jimmy. I'll uh, I'll take I'll take second seat here. Um, I loved tossing Grandma into the teleporter. I really did. <laughs> she can't travel, Mike. I know, I know, I know. But I'm, like, I'm imagining how cute it would be where she's like in her walker, right? Or some sort of mobile device. And it's like walking towards this giant wormhole. Like that. Like a Stargate device is what I'm thinking. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Chevron <laughs> 6 encoded. Right? And then some like big head walks through the other side. You're like, oh, wrong portal. Right? Like just the, the only thing, my only concern is accident gateway transfer where you like you think you're sending grandma to Winnipeg or back to the Philippines, but she makes a stop off in like, I don't Albuquerque. know, Earth 4, right? From, from a TC comic, right? Like, I don't have any relatives in Albuquerque, Jimmy, so she's never going there. <laughs> <laughs> what about Earth 2, Albuquerque? You, but like, it was like, I, so I forgot to mention that it's like a Stargate. So if you know, have you seen Stargate? The 
So it's like you have to have a, a Stargate at the location as well. Kind okay. Of okay. All right. But it'd be like just within our family. Oh, okay. Is that why? Wait, was you're not sharing this with humanity? Wow, no? that's selfish. Fuck. Just, just, just my family. Just my family. And is that I, actually a teleporter or a wormhole? Teleporter? I don't know. I don't know the science. I'm not a thing. Wait. I'm not a scientist. Wait. Was Stargate with the guy who played MacGyver? Yeah, that was a series. Sweet. <laughs> it was in the movie, um, the original movie. The Star- I like the Stargate movie, like the one from ninety. 90- the series was actually pretty good too. My stepdad, while he drinks Bacardi, watches Stargate. Um, <laughs> just in Winnipeg. But uh, your dad's a huge James Spader fan, right? Tell your stepdad if he wants to use the Stargate one time, you know, to go to the Philippines, he's got access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send no. him my way. Send him my way. <laughs> That's trademark shit. Um, I like, just bring some rum. Just tell him to bring some rum. I <laughs> I like Club Thirty Three a lot because that is that's a that's a special moment. That's a that's a secret place. Nobody knows where that is in Disney too. Like, it's un, like there's two entrances to the park that are all undergrounds that you never see. They're just employee entrances because they're so many employees they can't go through the entrance that so many people also want to go through. Well, people uh, don't want to see the peasants anyway. No one wants to see the help. Like, come on, you're on vacation. Um, I really was in the running for Jimmy because as much as I always lose the remote, I think those things are funny to do as pranks. Like, they're so annoying until you came up with gender reveal. Gender reveal is a very big winning factor right now because I'm like, I hate that shit. I fucking hate that shit. I don't hate your child. I just hate the art of the spectacle. That's what I hate about it. And and celebrating the pet thing, Um, that's... That also, I'm like, this is the, the you're you're putting this emotion onto an animal that doesn't have an idea that it's actually like it doesn't know it's birthday, you know. So and, Michael, yeah, I'm gonna try to sway you back my way, my way here. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> you, you say you don't want to draw too much, like why draw all this attention to your animal? Um, now I could be mistaken, but don't you have an Instagram for your cat? Oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> you are so devious yeah no that was well, well shots fired um yes there is a there is a, a jimmy tech. satan from dragon ball z 400 <laughs> some odd faithful subscribers to burgers loss or gain however you look at it um so yeah okay follow for a burger all right maybe I'm a hypocrite. yeah that sounds like i'm a hypocrite uh jimmy you, you have just won by calling me a hypocrite <laughs> no yeah I, I i don't think yeah like the sympathy card really had me i like that too i like using the sympathy card that that i never use that i really appreciate the uh use of minimalistic abusive powers i know everybody else wants to just take it to an 11 here um but i think small changes make big gains so uh just disneyland instead of owning disneyland those are those are good things some well job on abuse power i don't have a wrong thing to say about it i hate when you fucking do this jimmy you're next no no rob's next oh rob yeah, go ahead. yeah. I, I i'm good yeah you can. <laughs> all right so first off i just want to say you got godlike powers you gotta go to fucking 11 hell you go to 17 with this shit come on but a couple things so first off i assumed the teleporter was going to be more like the fly and i was like i was concerned that what would happen if you push your grandma into the teleporter but there was a fly in there like what would be the ramifications of that um i mean you came back and said it was more like a stargate which i argue is not a teleporter it's actually a wormhole but you know we'll agree to disagree on that even though you're wrong um 
The other thing is, I mean, I agree. Gender reveal parties are fucking dumb. They are just, they've just out of control. Like, you know, you know, def, like, yeah, exactly. Right. But I feel like, you know, on the scheme of like annoying shit, I feel like people not signaling and bad grammar definitely trump those. And I really wish that you'd address those two issues. Um, however, from the Lord of the Rings perspective, I did think that the cleverness of the far, far east, right? Uh, and the Eastwood thing is on motherfucking point, and that is... That was for you, Rob. I knew you were going to be on it today. And it's funny because right before you were about to start talking, I was going to interject and go, I can't wait for the Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> and the whole time there wasn't one, and then at the no. end I was like, yes! Yes! Not, no. But I was also surprised that there was nothing about lightsabers. That was disappointing. I wanted one. I wanted one. I wanted one thing. That was the one thing. I have to... Sorry, I have to piggyback with rob here too yeah i did forget the hobbit thing because i would love to see you breaking barriers on screen as a hobbit like that would be a fuck there's no I asians in the whole fucking series not a single one and that's like like you telling me there's not an asian hobbit come on fuck it's a hobbit like there's there's everybody's a fucking hobbit in your fucking novel but um that i would use a wish like if i met aladdin i would use one of those wishes for you to be an asian hobbit like I would, yeah, I would make that fucking happen. Like, that'd be so fun. We'd all sit down around the fire. That only leaves you one other wish for yourself because you have to give him the wish of releasing him from the genie lamp. Oh, no, I don't. That's just... The- <laughs> <laughs> Mike's not Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go on, Rob, if you have anything else. That is all. Oh. Like, not No lifesavers. That is all. I also dropped the Futurama quote for you, Rob. I did like the Futurama thing. I was like, I was like, I went, I I went six to twelve, almost. (laughs) Six to three. That's weird. I'll I'll settle for a chub. I'll settle for a chub. There's something anatomically wrong if you're going six to three. (laughs) You need to go see a doctor about that. Six to eleven, then back to three. I like six to eleven would make sense, especially if you're a chronic masturbator. Or six to one, depending if you're left or right-handed. But anyway, I digress. Um, Draw a picture of this. What do you think six to three looks like? Do you have a whiteboard anywhere, Rob? Um, I have a post-its. All right. Let me draw a quick clock. Before we vote here, let's see what six to three looks like in Rob's mind. Because I like how all of our minds came together and figured out a different perspective on this. Um, this one's oh, tough. This is a reverse, though. So. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta hold wait, 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 wait. Show us the finished product. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh dear God. I gotta I gotta write backwards here, so here you go. Okay. And then that'll be like this. <laughs> and then that'll be like this. Okay. Does that look does that actually look like a clock? Yes, I'm amazing. <laughs> so it'll it go. Does. It'll go. <laughs> six to it'll be like really weird like it'd be like it'd be like this it'd be i don't know i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) oh and that's how far that went all right cool all right guys i loved this is this is great as martin uh said that like not abusing powers jimmy going dark rob going to 11 right like there's a lot of keen thank you very much off the charts in general um but i somebody had to uh, 
no, I know. I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't want it to be me this week. I was. But I, I want to disclaim that the, all the statements that I made were the, for the sake of the argument. Oh, God, yes, we know that. That's Except fine. for the no pedos. Fuck, fuck that, that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's understood. I, I think a I think a revision of religion it might be good. I mean, everything changes over time, so why not why why hang on to like it just anything I and just to back your point up here, Rob, so anything that has been around for a very long time has changed at some point. We're not driving in hand crank vehicles anymore. Right? Like industry. It'd be cool if we did though. It'd be cool. And I'm not a lot less you know, people would have really, really developed forearms. That grip strength would be out of control. Ridiculous. They'd be like Popeye style, you know, like fucking gigantic. I'm just saying, like, like I'll I'll look at things every now and again to see if you're up to date. Might be a good thing. Religion's great. It's needed. I grew up religious, so like yeah. I have benefits. But you know, not just not looking at a thing because you say tradition is is more important. Eh, I... I like spiritualism more than religion. Yeah, I mean, I think they go together, but that's just me. Exactly. That's the beauty of it, is that we can be... One man's opinion. All right. Can we all not vote for Mike now? (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Let me get get my uh, chat. All right. Are we writing... uh, Are we writing... We're just putting it in the chat? Putting it in the the Zoom chat, just because I need to paraphrase. Not the the other chat that one of us always forgets to... Oh, shit. That chat. Um, Okay. Hang on here. Man! Fuck. Uh, mm. All right. Everybody got this in the chat? Yeah, we're good. Oh, yeah. Uh, somebody please just write not Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get the drum roll up here. I'm ready. Jamie's ready. Martin's ready. Rob's ready. Here we go. Oh shit! Oh wow! It's... Jimmy won. Jimmy got it. We <laughs> <laughs> did it. Uh, there's so many people I want to thank. <laughs> That's it. Being nice worked for Jimmy this week. And you know what I'm gonna say? I was fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're Satan, obviously. Oh, I didn't man. want you guys to win. How did you fall for that, you idiot? <laughs> well, I gave you a pity pity vote because it, your argument was so shitty. <laughs> and it backfired on me. I, I should have voted for Mike. I I really I mean, I I your your, <laughs> your Instagram comment didn't really have any bearing on it. I just wanted to give you a little I wanted to shake you in your boots a bit. But like it was tough between Martin and you cuz I I like that you picked some of the most annoying things that a person can experience and use them to cause ripple effect. Like going from how I came into this was like, I'll be Kevin Feige. I think that it's yeah, intern. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Jimmy? I didn't quite catch that. What am I? Uh, Kevin Feige's intern. Yes. I'm a fraud <laughs> to this day. And I go, I'll be Kevin Feige. You know what? You know what would be the ultimate thing that you would do, Jimmy, to him in that situation if he became the intern? Is you made it so that Kevin uh, Kevin Feige only talked about DC the whole time, <laughs> and like how much he really likes Ray, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. Yeah, like he's like, what? Like you know, I'm I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to figure out a way to take that that performance but put it into the MCU. 
that's the that's the slow burn that is hell. That, that would make me. Oh my god, I scratch my eyeballs out. I'm I'm here to talk about Iron Man. Who's Iron Man? <laughs> that would be the worst. Iron the guy Man with the shield. He's the guy with the shield. Did he have a shield or something? Who was the guy oh. with the cape? Who was the guy with the cape? So, Jimmy, does that make you... I mean, we all know that this doesn't matter shit, but does that make you feel good finally, like, coming with this? Look, I'm just excited to see... I mean, I imagine this is going to be at least 52-week winning streak, I would say. <laughs> is this going to is this gonna give you, get you, like, jazz to the point where you're going to sell more embalming fluid than anybody ever? <laughs> you, you know what? I, I'll... You know what? It's frowned upon, but I think I might be whistling through the crematorium. <laughs> is it honestly frowned upon to whistle in a place of such? There's a sign that's you know, Mike. Whistling. You know, Mike. You tend not to whistle when you're at a funeral home. <laughs> <laughs> True. I just didn't know that was not par for the course. What if you're trying to pick up some ladies and you're a construction worker at? the funeral home <laughs> so they're built in this situation they're building the funeral home or the, maybe they were there for renovations i was gonna say renos <laughs> renos to viewing room number two look don't catcall women but unless unless well, you're out of god i'm not i'm not condoning that i'm just <laughs> i'm painting a picture if you're gonna catcall a woman it has to be well at a funeral home martin renos <laughs> On viewing room number two is the best title for an album. <laughs> That's Jimmy's Jimmy's comedy album title. I know. <laughs> two. Viewing room number two. That I'm gonna, should, honestly. I'm gonna cat call in viewing room two. Cat call in viewing. That nah doesn't it, 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 it's almost but I don't I don't know I but I was just gonna say, aren't you allowed? And other crematorium whistle calls. Yeah. Isn't whistling? That's, that's called the B side. That's the B mm-hmm. side of that album. Isn't whistling while you work part of like you know, like okay, I understand how that now comes. I out. mean, I, I I guess in that steamboat Willie kind of picturesque kind of scenario, instead, <laughs> I, of him, really. instead of him like you know like uh, piloting the steamboat, he's working in a crematorium. Somebody's dead, Michael. <laughs> And Steamboat Jimmy is there to do some Renos. <laughs> this is really demented conversation. You know what's fun though? They do let me dab. Can you no dab? one can stop you from dabbing, Jimmy. Can you dab no right one can stop you. I want to dab an episode now. Come on, do it. Do it. There we go. Perfect. I, I've I've got a I've got a palette of sound effects for your next one, so I'm gonna send them to you. Can you try to somehow turn your terrible dabbing into an NFTs uh, so that we can make a bunch of money? <laughs> that art is on fire. I think it could be done. Yes. You know what? You should turn your artwork in your on your walls into an NFT before you whitewash it. Like like do the like the white over paint. And you think that'll get us money? <laughs> I I don't really understand how this NFT thing works 100%, but maybe? I okay, I don't know what an NFT is. I'm I'm not hip to that. What Non-fungible token or something, I think it stands for. Any do you, Martin, do you know what an NFT is? Something with internet. 
<laughs> from the internet, aka um, subreddit Elon Musk. <laughs> it is a it's a cryptocurrency for cats and dogs. Did you just Google that? That you can only spend at pet parties. <laughs> a gender reveal pet parties. Oh God! Which one is she gonna have? Six boys and ten girls. You know what my goal now, my life goal is now, is to make pen, pet gender reveal parties a thing. You might as well go full absurd. Mm -hmm. Do it. That's just money in it. People have money to spend. Dude, I was in Arizona and I saw, I went to a cat cafe and they had a cat medium there. Someone, cat cafes are so gross. Someone from Canada. I'm sorry, a what? A cat, a cat cafe. cafe. A cat ca they had a what? A cat medium yeah so I went so hold on before i'm sorry so this is a cat that is psychic <laughs> no it, or is it yeah like was this a human that can talk to cats or like can like or is, is the cat is there an actual cat is the cat able to talk to humans or is the cat able to talk to other dead cats does the cat have a crystal ball so the cat medium is a lady who looks like a cat lady all right and she was at a one-year anniversary event at a cat cafe in Arizona. Did she say the lost bicycle was in the basement of the Alamo? <laughs> no, but when <laughs> there was there was like, lost litter box is in the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> they were looking, anyway, sorry, go on, Mike. Go on, Mike. They were looking at like hiring a bunch of different people for different parts of the evening for entertainment or whatever. So oh, there was a belly dancer, there was a musician, there was a, a magician type trick weird kind of guy and then there was a cat medium and she came out and she told everybody in the audience that she could talk to their dead cats and that she would tell the humans what their dead cats were saying from the grave yeah totally martin fucking raking in the money and this lady from toronto this is i was like oh my god i'm in a room full of of just people who fall for shit right because there was there was probably three or four people there to see her anyways um she uh she gets up and a lady from toronto flew from canada to arizona that week knowing she would be there to talk to this lady about how her dead cat was doing and we sat and watched it and made free pizza fuck you can't and let a sucker keep their money man can't let a sucker keep that money see, the craziest thing you guys mike was a non-believer until the <laughs> cat medium told him about uh burger but it turns out that she actually just follows him on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was pretty like she had, and she had a cat like crawling all over her while she was doing it. I was like, how is that helping you with concentration? Like, I feel if you're going to take people's money, you should look as locked in as possible. Like, just give the a, a appeal that you are, are fucking with us. But yeah, you think she like sprinkled catnip all over herself. So the cat was like going all fucking crazy oh, on her. I don't It was just. I, I mean, we went because I was like, hey, it's Cat Cafe. That seems like fun. And like the cat, it was it was all fun until we couldn't play with the cats anymore and had to watch. Michelle went to a cat ca cafe one time in Montreal and she went th in there and it stunk like cat piss so bad she had to leave. Yeah. That, 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 why would you put food in that place? That's so gross. That's too much. Yeah. I feel bad for the belly dancer. Like the belly dancer, like that's exercise. That's tiring. Like imagine how much cat hair and history of she's breathing in while she's belly dancing like what the fuck i'm I, it was it was a community thing it was a community cat cafe i mean they were doing their best but like it smelled like cat yeah. and like it just 
it was one of those things that like it'd be like i don't know like like selker cat cafe having an event and then like 20 people show up right like it'd be it'd be like community but nonetheless this woman was just stealing and i don't know how much she was charging but i saw like a big stack of money get exchanged so and she'd be like so uh your cat's name was and then like the person would be like snowball and then she'd be like yeah and snowball likes to do like she like the leading question thing like you know what though i mean i mean the thing is though is that it's providing like a it it's almost a service and a respect, right? Because because these people are feeling the loss of this, and whether there's truth to it or not, it 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 gives some it gives these people a little bit of joy for that moment, and it actually might help with the grieving process on some level. You know so what? Like, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there's a psychologist out there that will disagree with my statement, but I, I see it on some level being a good thing. But again, if she's taking thousands of dollars from people, that's maybe not cool. Well, I mean, it's it's it, if they can commune, people it's it's hard for them to let go because they think they're still around. And True. a lot a lot of people who visit psychics and mediums don't go one like most people don't one stop shop. They keep going back because they still want to commute yeah. and commute and commute. So, yeah. like if you can open a gateway and sell somebody on the fact that you're talking on their behalf, yeah, Martin, that's definitely like three or four, three or four dips to the well with that. I think we can all agree that Miss Cleo was real. <laughs> oh, the Miss Cleo soundboard was the best. <laughs> Prank calls with Miss Cleo. Uh, uh, yeah, those were those were a good time. All right, gents, uh, this has been a blast. I'm glad we got to close up the show with Crazy Cat Lady because that's a story I never got, never thought I'd tell. You know, the worst part was was that right across the street, actually, from the Cat Cafe, was one of those places where you can pay to break shit. So you put on like protective goggles and they give you a baseball bat and a hammer and a sledgehammer and you just That's fun. room and get your stress out and break shit. Just constantly break shit for an hour. Like flat screen TV. Here's a hammer. Go to town. I want to start that business. I think it would do very well. I think in, in this climate when people need a release right now through COVID, if you had a place where you could go and break shit. And I mean, all you got to do is go to Value Village and, you know, pay 30, 40 bucks for a box of dishes and then sell that for 70 for an experience for an hour and there you go you're making 30 bucks a fucking hour and it really it's upcycling isn't it yeah it is <laughs> you know it's not costing money at the recycling depot i don't know anyways that was what was across from it but uh yeah this is fucking great gentlemen um unfortunately there's nothing to promote here uh martin you have i'm guessing nothing there for comedy right now still no nope um drink wolseley kombucha everybody it's uh rob's uh rob's lovely wife's uh kombucha and it's delicious so drink wolseley kombucha if you're from winnipeg because we all do well i do rob does shauna does martin's not here do you drink kombucha jimmy you should drink kombucha. uh you know i'm not much of a drinker um and <laughs> but jimmy, when i do spell kombucha <laughs> uh c-u-m <laughs> nice Bucha. oh shit ladies and gentlemen this is your first time you probably heard me say it in the beginning of the episode i'm saying it now again just in case you forgot or skipped it therealdebaters.ca that is where you can see rob jimmy martin and myself's face you can read some blogs we've posted you can listen to the podcast you can figure out where to subscribe if you want to throw pocket change at us and by pocket change i mean like two bucks We'll take that money, we'll put it back in the show, and we'll make this as much better, with better grammar as we possibly can. So all donations go back in production costs. And if you want to buy a skateboard, a t-shirt, 
cell phone case, a sticker, many stickers, because who buys one sticker, uh, pins, what have you. Uh, you can buy our merch there, too. Go to realdebaters.ca. It's for everything. Um, this week, I'm Michael Petro. Who was I originally playing earlier in the show, Martin? Fuck, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just been Michael Petro. Uh, Jimmy, who have you been this week? I have been uh, Martin Manhunter. <laughs> um, Martin, who are, who are you playing out in Vancouver? I have been Wicket the Ewok. <laughs> Rob, who are you this week? I am Clint Eastwood from the far, far Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> New character. Good character. And uh, I'm officially the new Bruce Almighty. That's who I've been. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another show. Uh, see you when we see you. And uh, watch all the movies. Good stuff.